1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. There we go. All
0: right. Before we, you know, get into uh, what happened over the weekend, guys, I I have three words for you. Let's see how you react. (laughs) Those three words are... No, it's four words. I'm sorry. I can't do the math with my shoes on. It's four words. Root beer dipped cone. I mean, that sounds delicious, right? Like root beer dipped cone. I didn't even know these things existed. We have a new sponsor, Lofa. Yeah, we do. Wiener Schnitzel. Bump. Wiener Schnitzel is our sponsor. All right. Did you know there are two Wiener Schnitzel locations up in Western Washington? I
1: had no idea. Last one I saw was in LA 10 See? years ago. So. <laughs>
0: There are there is a Wiener Schnitzel in Everett. There is a Wiener Schnitzel in Fife, and they're GD delicious. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't had them in years, but then they come on as a sponsor. Like I said, one location in Everett, one location in Fife. Not more than hot dogs, guys. They got burgers too. They got a Polish sandwich. They got the root beer dipped cone. They got root beer floats. They got brats going on right now. It's October, Oktoberfest. Seahawks are playing in Munich. Go buy Wiener Schnitzel, get yourself a brat in honor of the Seahawks playing in Munich,
1: guys. <laughs> Delicious. I'm there. I live, I live close to Everett, so I might stop by.
0: Oh man, yeah, you got to get up there. Get Next yourself time the some
2: Hawks win, I'm treating you to Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> 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 oh
0: <a> man, <laughs> you know what? Also, we're still trying to work it out with them, but if you guys go into Wiener Schnitzel and mention Take Twelve, you you'll get something for free. We just don't know what it is yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so <laughs> everyone loves a surprise.
0: In the meantime, maybe just go in and mention Take Twelve and see what happens up there, either in Everett. or <laughs> Or in Fife. Delicious hot dogs, delicious hamburgers. Like I said, root beer floats, the root beer dipped cone, which is just, I mean, sounds like something out of a mad scientist lab. Oh, they got burgers, my man. And then, you know, you can put the chili sauce on or without. You don't have to go with chili sauce. But dude, sometimes I get down on a chili burger, man. Got him. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they got him at Wiener Schnitzel, everybody. Check them out. Brand new sponsor. Uh, shout out to them for jumping on board. And then shout out to you guys for going out there and supporting them. Because, like I said, I hadn't had them in years, but man, it hit the spot. Try them for lunch today. Uh, you guys ready to do the show here? Let's do it. Let's get
1: it. Want the run uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the jump. Yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the cliques in the mud. Take 12, best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it lap. Take 12, every episode 12, hot takes, hot takes. and we for Seattle,
2: my
0: place. It's the Take 12 Podcast on the Believe NFL Sports Network. I am Hollywood elitist Brett Davern. He's Seahawks legend Lofa <laughs> Tatupu And joining us on this episode, a special guest It's Michael Bumpus You guys know him Former Seahawks, um, turned, turned radio legend, radio uh,
2: tycoon And TV Radio and TV Network.
0: multimedia superstar Michael Bumpus joining us on this episode What's up, Bump? Gass me up <laughs> <laughs> I am, man I am. Uh, You guys, the Seahawks traveled to New Orleans over the weekend, and we will break down the entire game. Let me tell you about our sponsors. We got Wiener Schnitzel, FitMyFoot, and BetOnline.ag. More on them a little bit later. But like I said, Lofa, Bump, we got to get to the game right away. It was an exciting game, it was entertaining. Uh, there were lots of points scored again, unfortunately, by both sides again. Um, yeah. But, I mean, for me, I would, I'd rather start with the good news,
2: yeah.
0: and then we'll get to the bad news. Uh, the good news is that uh, Gino, um, hold on, let me get my button ready, Gino f- He (laughs) hard, and Gino continues to (laughs) all over the (laughs) NFC. uh, He's playing great, you guys. He only completed uh, 16 passes, but had uh, three of them went for touchdowns,
2: 268
0: yards. There was a couple drops. He could have had some more touchdowns, DK. Um, But Gino looked great, and Gino continues to roll, you guys. Uh, Who wants to go first (laughs) and just heap
2: some praise on Gino? I'm going to let the offensive guru tell us all about it. it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Gino still completing 75% of his passes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the most efficient game when you look at his numbers, but just like Lova said, man, there were some bombs. You got Tyler Lock in the two. You open up the opening drive. DK gets a touchdown. Um they weren't great on third downs. So that's something else that we we're not used to seeing this year. I think they're like one for eight, one for nine. But it didn't feel that way though. Like yeah. just the way the offense is moving. It's like, all right, I was surprised when I saw that number, low.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it- Incredible game by him again, and um, you know this is no longer a coincidence for all the you know, oh we need to get a quarterback. You know this is a pattern, and he has complete control of that offense. He's got the audibles going too. When he che- he checked to that Kenneth Walker seventy yard uh, you know run mm-hmm. that was all Gino, you mm-hmm. know, and even though yeah, Kenneth did a little bit of work on that, <laughs> but I mean I think I could have ran through that hole. Um, but yeah, I, you know there was a, a drop. Uh, DK had that it was a low ball but it was a beautiful pass the two deep ones were incredible Um, one got called back he he had another one that got called back uh, over we'll get to it Yeah, a bullshit call some Uh, questionable
0: officiating yeah yeah
2: Oh, we can curse on here. Oh, oh yeah,
0: man, it's a podcast.
2: Bob, you can do whatever you want,
0: man. Look, the the throws too. I mean, just some just some incredible throws. The the two to Tyler were incredible. The running one to DK, but then uh, the one to Noah Fant is just burning up the internet. The one where he's rolling left, it's rolling. Uh, awkward Flip body position, hit. but man, what just a beautiful, beautiful pass, and he just he looks. Great, and he's he's got to be the MVP of the team so far, and he's the story of the entire season for the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, I um, the mess, messed up part about this is that I've been waiting for like for him to implode, right? I'm like, no, nah, this can't be true. There's no way he's playing at this level. But every single week, man, by like the first quarter, I'm like, this is who he is at this point, man. Yes. Like, I. I'm buying stock in Geno. I'm sure it's pretty expensive at this point, but uh, (laughs) I I believe in this, man. And it's fun to watch. It's refreshing. Yeah. It's refreshing to see an offense be on time and move the ball down the field.
0: Well, uh, from the, well, we can stick with the good news and talk about, uh, Tyler Lockett real quick, because a bit of a slow start to the season, you know, had a great game last week yardage wise. Um, and then this, this game, you know, five receptions, one hundred four, two TDs just, uh, and the, the, both touchdowns look like vintage Tyler Lockett touchdowns,
1: man. There was one touchdown where he, he gets inside release on the corner. Now he knows I got the corner to my hip. I'm working on the safety now. It's such a better move. He, widens them out slightly, sticks that right foot in the ground. And Gino is being on time, man. And that's that's chemistry right there. Like the quarterback has to learn the receiver's body language. He knew inside release he's gonna widen that safety out, boom, over the top. And I'm like, how does this little dude get behind these guys? Like it's <laughs> it, it's it's amazing to watch number sixteen go to work, man.
2: Yeah. Oh, he could he could scoot. Uh, but both of those pass to Tyler, if it's thrown too far or too short. Our interceptions. That's how beautiful yep. those passes yeah. were because he had he was double covering on both times. Um, and unbelievable catch by by him both times. If I were to have one, you know, thing that maybe we could work on is the the yards after catch. Mm. And I don't know. I wanted to ask Bump about this because I know <laughs> how hard it is. You know, your main your main job is catch the ball. But yeah. even the there was a second and ten or a third and uh, second and ten I think, and he caught it nine yards and just went down. And then he rolled because he is so heads up. He rolled for the first down. But if that guy had any wherewithal that was covering him, just tagged him down. It's it's third and one or fourth and one, something like that. So talk to us about the yards after catch oh. or, or or lack thereof for right now.
1: Man, so I was kind of like you to start the season. I'm like, man, like Lockett, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And I then I start to think like Tyler Lockett. All right. All right I'm 5'11", 195. Lockett's got to be like 5'10", 180. When I played, the game was a bit different. Like, you went head up. You know what I'm saying? I see big loaf at Tatupu. Ain't no way I'm going down. I know he's going to rock me, but I, I'm still, for, for pride, I'm still going to go get it. I think Tyler's like, look, man, I'm an old man now. but nine years in the game, I'm going to get down. But it's frustrating at times. It's like, for all the awareness he has to get open and to fill that space, you would think that he would know he, he can pick up two or three yards. I look at Deshaun Jackson, one of the smallest guys to play in the game. He always got down. He always got out. So he's being smart, but sometimes I think you gotta go north south, lean forward, pick up a couple yards like on that that one play you described, Love.
0: Yeah. Uh well, this kind of brings me to a, a little bit of bad news because when we're talking about receivers, I wanna stick with the receivers for a second and just ask a simple question. Why does DK fumble so much?
1: You telling me, Loaf.
2: I, I heard the very end of that. So much is all I got, because I have <laughs> unstable connection i think we're talking about <laughs> unstable ball security is that
0: yes yes it, it just seems to me look for all the dk does well and he does a lot well and he's a beast and all of the the above but for a receiver i don't remember ever having a receiver who fumbles the ball as much as dk does and it's a problem
2: yeah i personally thought he was down i thought that that Forearm, elbow was down before you couldn't really see the ball moving. Um, but this is the other. This is the opposite of what we were just talking about. This is where we got to get down. Like, you know, <laughs> he, I mean, he's two hundred forty pounds. He's bigger than I was playing, you know, receiver. And so I understand his mindset. Like, hey, I, you know, you're not going to want to hit me for four quarters. And uh, so, but there's there's times and situations I'm sure Bump will tell you where it's just okay. You got the catch. Now you got to get down. So it's just. <laughs> we they're the we gotta opposite. Get,
0: we have yeah. these guys to do opposite things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Um, can you speak to this as a receiver? I mean, have you ever seen a yeah. receiver who I, look, whether he was down or not, I mean they called it a fumble on the field, so it's hard to reverse when you go to the video. So regardless, it's a fumble is a fumble, and DK fumbles.
1: Yeah, he does fumble. And it's because in his mind and in reality, he's bigger, faster, stronger than any DB out there. So that's that's that pride kicking in. It. Like he wants to lower the boom and, and hurt people. You know what I'm saying? It's rare you get to do that as a receiver, right? That's where your pride comes in. And he's a little loose with that thing, too. If you look at him run, it, it's you got a lot of airspace between the rib cage and the chest or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Because he's been so big his whole life, he's never had to worry about high and tight. You know what I'm saying? He's always been able to, to kind of play freely. And we're in the league with some grown-ass men, with some dudes, dudes for real who are getting paid to hurt you. Eventually this is going to happen. So, one, I'm with Lowe that elbow was down, in my opinion, and that's just not me being a yeah. homer. I break, I'm like, look, that man was down, Yeah. Uh, but ball security, man. Ball security equals job security, Ooh. but DK's job is secure. He, he ain't going over. They He's just secure. paid that man, so he good.
0: Well, uh, speaking of being down or a catch or not a catch or a fumble or not a fumble, should we move to officiating right now? Because I don't think that was a touchdown. Um, Alave, I mean, he was. He was, looked like he was knocked out cold on the play and everything, and so, I mean, he took a shot, um, but – I. I don't think that's a catch. I don't think DK's was a fumble. I don't think Charles Cross's was a holding. I mean, the officiating was a little suspect.
2: It was as suspect as my internet connection. I lost you guys again. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah. And, you know, look, you know how I feel about refs and officials. Uh, Yeah, it was ruled. You have to take it to the ground. I mean, Bump could probably speak better to uh, the rules on what is a catch and what isn't. But, Everything I've heard, you know, like go back to Des Bryant, which was like kind of like the whole, you know, against Green Bay. Yeah. Did he have three feet down? Oh, well, he didn't maintain it to the ground. He didn't maintain it to the ground. I thought it was a hell of a job by Kobe. And I know Kobe wasn't trying to hurt him, but he was trying to finish the play. And and man, what a competitor, you know, Kobe is.
1: What I heard on the broadcast was that he made a football move. He made a, a move with his left foot. Only was sleep when he made that move with his left. But I'm like, <laughs> how can he make a move when An my unintentional man is out?
0: Football move, yeah. yeah he was wait, sleepwalking. I did, I
1: just, he was sleepwalking. I guess I I didn't get that at all. Yeah. Uh, good job, Kobe playing all the way to the whistle. Obviously, he's not trying to hurt anybody. That's his no. football. Man, it's a violent game. The ground wins most of the time. You, you can't yep. beat the ground. But no, I, I didn't agree with that. I think I thought that was a bad call.
2: How about the holding on Charles Cross? What, what holding? <laughs> get out of here. And, like, the guy was over there flopping Flailing and his you know, arms, trying yeah. to get the call. Another beautiful pass by Gino, yep. escaping the pocket and throwing it. Um, yeah, that, that was that was horrible. And then um, there was another one, too. It was, or are you just going to go to the hold? You go ahead. Uh, you we, have to say well, no, hold, we but. had the hold,
0: we had DK, the the fumble thing, we had the, uh, because the touchdown to Olave, that was reversed. It was called not a touchdown. How did they see definitive evidence to reverse that completely? I just, I found that shocking. We could go to a different game since we're talking about officiating, talk about the Tom Brady one. Just get your guys' take on that real quick while we're here. The roughing the passer that wasn't, I mean, come on.
1: That's, that's a goat. That that's a goat call. Yeah. It's a goat call. Yeah. Like, you don't touch Tom Brady. They change rules for Tom Brady. They don't change the rules for nobody else. Yeah. Like, if it looks too violent and number 12 is involved, just count on you having a FedEx um, delivery to your locker, <laughs> getting fined 30 to 50K.
2: That's how we get the fines. Just an envelope sitting in your locker, and you're like, fuck, uh, I know what that is. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, you take it back, like, like like Bump said, um, when when Tom tore his ACL in 09 or oh, oh, 08. Um the safety was getting blocked and then went low just to get, you know, try to disrupt the pass. And that's when he tore his ACL. No longer, you can no longer go low. You can't hit a quarterback below the knee or, or knee or, or lower. Yeah.
0: I don't, I honestly, I don't really know where you can hit the quarterback these days or tiny anything. little
2: and between the numbers. I mean, look, I'm all
0: for player safety, but at the same time, you're, you're trying to tackle the guy. He's got the ball. What are you supposed to do? It's a,
1: it's, it's, it's tackle like football. You,
2: you can't take more than one step. So if if you have a step after the hit, like it's a flag, it's it's wild, dude. Ah oh, man, I, yeah. I don't.
0: Well, it, look, we don't want anyone to get injured, and and we like staying injury free around here. That's why we use Fit My Foot. Boom. Silky smooth segue to our sponsor, Fit My Foot, who has revolutionized the footwear industry. They brought custom footwear to your smartphone. With the ability to scan your feet through their award-winning app, what you do bump is you download their free app and then you take pictures of your feet, not in a creepy way, okay? Just just normal pictures of you, of your feet <laughs> up against a wall or something. You send them in to Fit My Foot. They hook you up with a custom insole that will help relieve any back pain, leg pain, knee, and joint pain they have 3D custom printed arch support uh, and they come to you in 14 days which is way faster than you get from a podiatrist they also are uh, much less uh, a cost than anything you'd get from the podiatrist so go to uh, Fit My Foot app check them out you, Take 12 listeners also can use our exclusive promo code LOFA20 that's lofa 2 to get 20% off right now some more bad news and it does come on the injury front, Rashad Penny, guys, left the game uh, cleat off. You know, fractured fibula, and they're doing more tests today to find out. You know, how severe and what the course of action will be after this. But I mean, you know, my heart up in my throat. Got a feel for the guy. Just you know, he he just he he gets injured almost every year, and it just it's it's tough to watch. And you know, we were all looking for him to have a big season, and so I got to just get your guys' take on on what you thought when you saw Penny go down.
1: I just thought, oh no, I'm like, please just get up. And you see him sitting there, he doesn't even want to stand up, he scoots himself off the uh, the sideline. That's when I knew it was all bad. Um, and but then the second thing I thought was, that's why you draft Ken Walker, man, just because his position is so violent, yeah, and he just has a history of not being healthy. Do win his whole college career without being injured, then he gets to the league, and for four and a half, five years, man, he's just been unlucky and especially coming off of a buck 50 200 the week before you're yeah. thinking here we go like mm-hmm. he's in yeah. his groove and you felt like he was in his groove or getting to his groove that game too man That's us go bad for the
2: dude yeah yeah man this um like you said it's a tough position to play and uh you just as being former players me and bump you know our heart goes out to the kid because it's contract year man yeah. and he's been through a lot you know in the first four years and this was kind of like okay sign a one-year deal to prove it because um they they weren't the offers weren't pouring in because of his injury history and then to have another injury is just but he's he's a champ I mean to come back from all the ones that he has the ACL and everything else um I got I got faith in him to, to bounce back from this but yeah it, it sucks man There's yeah no other way to put it
0: yeah it was tough to watch um Speaking of tough to watch, the defense, guys, the defense. Uh, we kind of were joking about it last week because, you know, they gave up. We won forty five or sorry, 48-45 to 45 against the Detroit Lions, and we were kind of joking around about how we give up a lot of points, but at least we scored more. And then this week we thought hopefully they'll take a step forward, but this week gave up a lot of points again. And in some key situations, I mean, Taysom Hill, I know he's a big, strong dude. We all know he's a big, strong dude, but is he really that big and strong? I mean... We we know what they're gonna do. Go get him, and then when we think we know what they're gonna do, then he throws it. <laughs> I mean, the guy. I mean, basically beat us by himself. Guys, can uh, just bump. Let's get a quick word from you. I know you got to go, but give me a quick word on Taysom and and uh, and our defense, and then we'll get you out of here.
1: Well, with Taysom, you knew what he wants to do. He wants to get in there. They're gonna run the football with him. Had three touchdowns on the ground. You mentioned his twenty-two yard touchdown in the air mm-hmm. that he. um that he threw. It almost seemed like, and you heard Quandre mentioned it in a couple of interviews that they didn't prepare as much for that. That Taysom Hill look. And then Lofa will tell you, he'll do it more eloquently than I can do it. It's all about just fits, man. Like get to where you're supposed to be. If you're the force guy, force them inside. If you got the A gap, you got the A. Because once one guy makes a mistake in those situations, you get sixty yard gains, you get fifty yard gains. And uh and give it up Taysom, he's a good ball player, man. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not saying the dude can't play, but it's with all the angles, the not fitting, the not tackling that we've seen so far this year, it didn't surprise me that Taysom did his thing. It's just extremely frustrating because that's, what, four, four out of five weeks you let a team just run the ball on you and make it look extremely easy.
2: This is going to take too long, so I'm going to say goodbye to Bump, and then we're going to get to it. (laughs) Oh no! All right,
0: Bump, we're going to. This is one of those things where like uh, Mom and Dad are going to take it in the other room, and we've got to tell you to go outside and play or something. (laughs) It's going to get (laughs) ugly around here, Uh, Bump. Uh, Thank you so much for your time, man. Can you just tell all of our listeners where to find you on social media, and then of course give out all the radio times and stuff?
1: For sure. On Twitter, Michael Bump is five. On IG, Michael Bump is five. Throughout the week, I'm on seven ten. Seattle Sports 10-2 to two with Stacey Ross on Saturdays. I'm on the Pac-12 Network on Sundays. I'm leading the pre- halftime and post-game show for the Seahawks. Big ups winner schnitzel. and Your <laughs> intro song is a banger. Oh, and hell now, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. you guys hear that? You guys think
0: you're busy, huh? You hear that schedule? Yeah. Man, man, Bump. Thank you so much for your time, man. We really do appreciate you stopping by. Take 12. Take it easy. I right, appreciate take you, care.
2: Bump. Peace. Peace. Thank
0: you. There he goes, yeah. SLOFA. The studio audience goes wild. Um, we're going wild. We're getting great guests on here this season, man. Yeah.
2: I didn't get a chance to talk about the SC Cougar game. I don't think he wanted to. <laughs> Back to the defense. Yeah. Um, Man, it's just, what, 200 yards on the ground this week? It, or over 200? Yeah. And, uh, what, I mean, one of them came from that 60-plus that yard run by uh, Hill. And yeah, it was third and one, right? You know what they're going to do. We were crowded at the line. We got to make that tackle. And, um, but you did see the team speed, man, because um, Taysom, Taysom could scoot, but, but Woolen, man, walked him down. And then, yeah, I get I get it there. It was a, why didn't he just tackle him and give us another chance? Hey, man, he was going for the ball. He's a competitor, and uh, I don't fault him for that. But, you know, you had to expect if they didn't get things going on offense, which they really didn't, you know, um, our special teams gave them the ball, which gave them the chance to get the lead right before the half, and I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah,
0: well, that's my next thing to go to after we. Okay, but because because I wanted to, well keep keep going keep going.
2: Keep. I was yeah I was just gonna take it through the game in terms of the defense. Um, we were in it in the first yeah. half. Yeah, like we pretty much had we we figured them out what they mm-hmm. wanted to do. Andy Dalton was actually throwing some great great footballs. They were dropping them, and uh, so then what did they come out and do when they adjusted? They ran the ball. Which, you know, when they started the game, like the first two runs were like six and seven yards apiece with Kamara. I thought they were just going to keep doing that. But um, they slowed down. They tried to open up with the pass because uh, we did take the lead. And, uh, and then you get the second half and they had to have 150 on the ground in the second half alone. And so um, it's it's tough. It's disheartening. And I can only imagine what's going on in those meetings right now as, you know, it's, it's a point of emphasis and we didn't get it done. So now what? I mean,
0: look, it, I, I don't want to hear his name any more than anybody else does, but Taysom Hill, nine carries for 112 yards, three touchdowns. And if you're doing the math, that's 12.4 yards per carry. And then he's one of one for 22 yards and another touchdown. So that's four touchdowns. That he's even, responsible for uh when he's pass, not even like, their quarterback or their running back or their wide receiver. Like he's, he's not even a he's, starter. He's I mean, he's a special teamer, Lofa, or something. I don't yeah, and all he's respect a special, to that. special, special teamer, all all onto himself, you know. But
2: okay, so these are plays that they have on the back burner. They, mm-hmm. they weren't even planning on using him until they got shut down. Um, and so that's where it's kind of like, damn, like I get, I guarantee you he's, he's getting consideration to play, you know, more downs, you know, as they go forward. But um, yeah. And even that, that pass, it was like nobody around him. Yeah. Like I think the guy walked into the end zone. Totally.
0: Totally. But but he ripped it right over the middle. He put it right on him. I mean, the guy's a quarterback. He was in college and all that, yeah. you know, he knows how to play quarterback. And when they put him on the field, especially in those short yardage situations, they're only going to do one thing. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world to watch as a fan. I'm sure it's incredibly hard to defend down there on the field. But as a fan, it's it's just that is just one of the it's a pull your hair out, you know, jumping down, up and down on the couch, screaming at the TV fan moment. I wonder how many shoes got thrown through TVs this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> in Seattle, when Davisville was had
2: on the in him I hope they
0: did. I hope they were using our wonderful sponsor. Um, uh, where else do you want to go in this game? Because I mean, we could go back hit a little bit of bright news with uh, Tariq Woolen. I mean, an amazing pick. The kid's having a great rookie year. He's about the only bright spot I can could find on defense,
2: well, really. Well, Kobe, too. Well, he yeah, the Kobe, fumble.
0: Kobe, Kobe, too. What,
2: and, what? and and Wollen and picked it up. How
0: about the linebackers? Uh, we were, I tried to get into it while we had bump here, but, you know, um, if you look online, you look on Twitter. I know people on Twitter are rational and crazy, but, you know, a lot of Seahawks fans really concerned with the linebacker play. Jordan Brooks is doing his thing, but uh, how's Cody Barton look to you?
2: I think, I think Barton might have led us in tackles, uh, but that's not always a great thing. You know, it, you know, because sometimes if you're getting picked on in coverage or or, you know, you're making all these tackles downfield. But, um, you know, it was uh, it was a tough game. And I I, I don't have any problem with uh, Cody's play right now. Um, But I do wonder if they have a full grasp of the playbook and what's expected of them, you know, not just running around making tackles. But there's too many times I've seen guys wide open over that middle. And it's, you know. I don't care what you're playing. Like, do we got to go to man? Do we just got to man everybody up and say, Hey, you know, fuck it. Like there's no, no gray area. Now there's no zone where a guy enters. And then there could be another one behind you. This is your guy. There's no excuses. And I think that's one way to, to possibly solve it uh, because we do have the talent on the back end with the, 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 the safeties in the corners to, to match up with almost every team. Um, but you know, at this point I would say, Hey, you know what, we're going to put you on a tight end. We're going to put you on a tailback talking about the backers. And, and now I don't want to hear any more about, oh, I thought, or, you know, because it looked like Kobe was trying to, he was saying in, and in, in when they were, the, the drags were happening. And I don't know if Jordan was uh, the whole player, meaning he's just got five to 10 yards over the middle and, you know, disrupt hit, hit a guy. And then, you know, sit back and, and break on the quarterback's intentions, so it's some things to clean up and coverage for sure. But I do love the way, I mean, Brooks had about four fucking knockout shots yeah, like where most guys aren't getting up from those things. Yeah. Uh, one on the sideline, Kamara, he crushed Taysom Hill in the middle of the field. Um, it was, uh, I like the way they run around hitting, but just some things to clean up coverage was well in, uh,
0: Let me see if I can figure out a silky segue for this one. Um, If you're wagering on games out there and you're into over-unders and you're looking at Seahawks games, you might want to take the over in overall points because we're scoring a lot and so are they. If you're watching Denver Broncos games, you could take the under In collective score for a lot of those games, we should do some Russ watching, perhaps, on the other side of me telling everybody about betonline.ag. Proud of myself.
2: The crumple of the paper is my favorite part.
0: (laughs) (laughs) BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports contests and events. With first-to-market odds and lines, go to BetOnline.ag. On your web browser or use their app, bet online from any app store. Make sure that when you do use either of those things, you use our promo code, believe 50, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Lofa, unless you have anything else about the Seahawks game, I was going to talk about the Broncos game.
2: <laughs> yeah, what the hell happened on that? Punt. We oh, didn't get to that.
0: Yes. You no, know, you're totally right. We cannot get out of this episode without that just was, wondering. That was
2: seven crucial points.
0: What in the hell was going Okay, so here's my take. This is what I think happened. I think he, he receives the snap. He does what some modern punters do now where they take a couple of steps sideways for some reason. It's that, like rugby style thing. I think when he glanced down, he saw some guys flashing in and realized he didn't have time to get off that rugby-style punt, and then what ensued was, you know, a punter looking for a hole and trying to run the ball, and, you know, it, it doesn't look good at that point. I think that's what happened. I don't. I, I would find it hard to believe that Michael Dixon just did that on his own or thought that he was going to get all nine of those yards, and I, I almost can guarantee that I don't think the Seahawks called a fake punt from the coach's booth.
2: I saw, uh, you know, Pete's presser and it said, you know, no, that was not a fake punt. It was the rugby style. Yeah. And it just didn't go (laughs) as planned. I don't know if Michael Dixon had the song, there goes my hero in his head (laughs) while he was running, (laughs) but but, oh my God, Uh, that was a crucial play that we would like to have back. it was, you know, there's only four minutes to go in the half, I think. And then they get the ball right there. They score. And then luckily Gino does his thing again. You know, I just wanted a field goal. He goes down and throws a touchdown. What a beast. Yeah, totally. Um, but man, it, coming into the season, I told you I was very, you know, scared about how we looked on teams and they haven't done a whole lot to like, you know, put those worries to rest. So, you know, whether it was, you know, mishandled punts the first couple games or, or this now, it's just. Man, and I yeah. know we have one of the best special teamers of all time coaching them in Izzo, and so it's like, I just I don't know what what's going on, man. Yeah,
0: they got to clean it up. I mean, some uh, missed extra point also, which ultimately doesn't uh, yeah. factor in, but I mean, it's still a missed extra point. Some you know missed field goals, like that. special teams. Yeah, hasn't been great this season.
2: Yeah, and and Myers, he's been he had a tough year last year, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just you know knowing knowing Pete and. And John and how competitive they are, like, just like when we had Matt Ice on here saying, hey, man, I remember every day looking in there and there was another 10 linebackers working out to take our job. (laughs) So it's just like, who knows what's going to happen, but you got to clean it up. And this is what happens when you have a young team, but the Dixon's a veteran, you know, he's been here for a while. He made a Pro Bowl. So, you know, I expect him to clean up. And then even Myers, you know, he's got a great you know track record in terms of what he's done, uh, you know, um, percentage wise. So. I expect them to be fine, but just yeah, things that kind of they scare you.
0: What's your take on uh, last Thursday night's football game? I know it was a while ago now, but did you watch?
2: Was that uh? What, oh, is this is Denver. That oh, was Denver.
0: Denver uh, v.
2: God, who are they playing? Oh, Colts. The Colts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, it always comes down to who wants to win it the most, but I don't know who wanted to win that the most. <laughs> It was it was like holy shit they oh wait no they got another chance and then and then the management that we saw whether it's clock management or even play calling is rearing its ugly head again in Denver. Mm-hmm. You, you face with you know you 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 ran the ball all the way down yeah four and times for like forty
0: nine yards or something like that
2: and then you throw it from like the five or something like that. it's just. I don't understand it. I don't, you know, I don't understand it from either the coaching or the player's side, Mm-mm. but then, and then you go back and there's a fourth and one, and I love the call. Like, hey, we're going to we're gonna win the game. We're going for it. Yeah, I, no, no one wants to tie. Um, so you put the ball in your best player's hands, but, I mean, looked like he had an alley to get that one yard and then get another set of downs and do whatever, and, and then he threw it. I think he challenged Gilmore, the best The former MVP of defense twice,
0: yeah, on both of those.
2: Yeah, on the interception and on the other one, but Mm -hmm. and then yeah, then there was a I think Hammer was free on the other side, but it's easy to say from my vantage point, but but I know there's some throws he wants back, and Russ did have some. uh, He he flew to Cali for some kind of I don't know if it was a procedure or Hmm. uh, medical thing for his shoulder. I think his throwing shoulder. So this could be. What I was asking, you know, is there is it the altitude that's making the overthrows, or is it an injury? No,
0: I heard you say that on KJR. I almost texted you and just said, are you what are you smoking? Stop.
2: Well, I'm. how does a ball get kicked 70 yards over there and only 60 everywhere else? Yeah, but he's been there.
0: He's been there all training camp. He's played there in his career before. He's he's worked out there for how long now? There's no they were
2: all overthrows. There wasn't. There wasn't any skipped in the ground to a guy. So they're all overthrows. Yeah. So then that means that means it was an injury then,
0: <sighs> or it means it's what we've been seeing for the last about four seasons. And I think that a lot of people who. Our national football fans, you know, how much time do they spend watching every play of the Seattle Seahawks games? The Northwest is Seattle is tucked away up there in the corner and national people don't ever watch the games. And for the last four or five seasons, I've been trying to tell the world about Russell Wilson, only to have you and a lot of other people go. Shh, 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 he's Russell Wilson. He's going to be fine. He's a pro. He's the, all this. No, no. What I watched on Thursday night was exactly what we'd seen for the last three or four years. And finally, the whole country saw it. And I I, I felt happy waking up the next day just going, at least people know that we we aren't crazy now. All of us who had been seeing this for, for quite some time. Because look, that final play, that fourth down play, I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to get it to the tight end over the middle. The guy stumbled, fell down, and all of a sudden, Russ didn't know what to do. And he panicked, and he missed, his, he missed his hot read Hamler over here on the right. He looks back over to Sutton. It's too late over there. And at the last second, you see his helmet whip back to Hamler, Hamler, and he's actually trying to get the ball to Hamler, but Sutton is already running his route and gets in the way. It's, it's just the, the same thing we saw the whole time, which is uh, improper read of the play in the first place and then trying to get it late and throwing it off the back foot and not getting it there in time. There you go. Ball game. You know, I'm proud
2: of you. that was actually very, very well said. Thank you.
0: And then, don't even get me going on the post game press conference and all <laughs> the things that come along with Russ afterwards, because that is the most frustrating part. And at least this time, and I don't know if you heard his post post game press conference. No, I didn't one, hear it. So but for let's, let's... the first time ever, I heard Russ say, "Hey, this one's on me. I got to be better." It was oh. so refreshing to hear. It was he re-
2: okay. It was don't amazing. Let's... Let's talk about this. Then he did. He really took ownership of he, it. Well, he
0: he did say he was like, "I got to play better." He, he, I don't know if he said it's on me, but he was like, "I got to execute there. I got to get it done." And he didn't just do the whole like we had a chance to win and this sort of you know championship opportunity. He didn't really do that. So I was proud of him for that.
2: But well, this you know that could that could be something that if there is any kind of hard feelings in that locker room in terms of like oh you know we all got to play better, but. You know they're not saying anything to, to, to the big guy. That could be a pivotal moment for this team if he actually True. did step up and take ownership, because that would show just hey, I, I take the blame for this one. Those mm-hmm. let's go. We, they can move forward with that. But if not, it's going to be the same story.
0: Uh, it was the saddest Broncos country. Let's ride of all time at the I end. See that um, and uh, it's um, yeah. Anyway. That's the Seahawks podcast for this episode. That's take, the Take 12 podcast for this episode. <laughs> We've talked for a long time. Ooh, I've been handed a note from producer Katie. While we were recording, she handed me a note that says if you go to Wiener Schnitzel in Everett or Fife and you mention the Take 12 podcast, you get a free small drink with any purchase. Mmm. That's official beer? from the people at Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, not beer. <laughs> you have to go to Harrison's facility for that. You got to bring yes. your own beers in the glove box like everybody else. Check them out, everybody. Wiener Schnitzel, the new sponsor, also betonline.ag and Fit My Foot. For Seahawks All Pro linebacker Lofa Tutupu and producer Katie, I'm Brett Davern. We'll see you next time on the show when we break down the upcoming matchup between our Seahawks and the rival Arizona Cardinals. Both teams two and three. Both teams need a win. Hands up, Lofa. You break us down for this one.
2: Nah, you got it.
0: We have a bump on the episode.
2: Bump. Is it just that easy? Nah, I'm going to go back. Let's, let's break it down to Schnitzel. Oh, okay. They they came on as as a sponsor. We got to show love.
0: That's true. All right, Wiener Schnitzel on three. Wiener Schnitzel on me. One two three.
2: Wiener Schnitzel.
0: And Michael Bumpus.
2: Um, (laughs) And the Trojans.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early